Ecclesiasticus chapter 22 verses 19 through 26. Friendship. Prick an eye and you will draw a tear. Prick a heart and you reveal its feelings. Throw stones at birds and you scare them away. Reproach a friend and you destroy a friendship. If you have drawn your sword on a friend, do not despair. There is a way back. If you have opened your mouth against your friend, do not worry. There is hope for reconciliation. But insult, arrogance, betrayal of secrets, and the stab in the back, in these cases, any friend is lost. Win your neighbor's confidence when he is poor, so that you may enjoy his later good fortune with him. Stand by him in times of trouble in order to have your share when he comes into a legacy. Fire is heralded by the reek of the furnace and smoke. So too, bloodshed by insults. I shall not be ashamed to shelter a friend, nor shall I hide away from him. And if evil comes to me through him, everyone who hears about it will beware of him. Modern Grace. Living the Proverbs day by day for August 7th. Today's lesson from Proverbs comes from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 12. Before honor comes humility our ultimate Savior. And our next scripture comes from 1 John chapter 4, verse 14. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Thomas Brooks spoke for believers of every generation when he observed, Christ is the Son, and all the watches of our lives should be set by the dial of his motion. Christ indeed is the ultimate savior of mankind and the personal savior of those who believe in him. Hannah Whitehall Smith spoke to believers of every generation when she advised, keep your face upturned to Christ as the flowers do the sun. Look and your soul shall live and grow. How true. When we turn our hearts to Jesus, we, we receive his blessings, his peace, and his grace. As his servants, we should place him at the very center of our lives. And every day that God gives us breath, we should share Christ's love and his message with the world that needs both. My utmost for his highest. Today's devotion is entitled, Prayer in the Father's House. Our scripture comes from Luke chapter 2, verses 46 and 49. They found him in the temple, and he said to them, Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? 
Our Lord's childhood was not immaturity, waiting to grow into manhood. His childhood is an eternal fact. Am I a holy, innocent child of God as a result of my identification with my Lord and Savior? Do I look at my life as being in my Father's house? Is the Son of God living in his Father's house within me? The only abiding reality is God himself, and his order comes to me moment by moment. Am I continually in touch with the reality of God, or do I pray only when things have gone wrong, when there is some disturbance in my life? I must learn to identify myself closely with my Lord in ways of holy fellowship and oneness that some of us have not even yet begun to learn. I must be about my Father's business, and I must learn to live every moment of my life in my Father's house. Think about your own circumstances. Are you so closely identified with the Lord's life that you can simply, that you are simply a child of God, continually talking to Him and realizing that everything comes from His hands? is the eternal child in you living in his father's house? Is the grace of his ministering life being worked out through you in your home, your business, and in your circle of friends? Have you been wondering why you are going through certain circumstances? In fact, it is not that you have to go through them. It is because of your relationship with the Son of God who comes through the providential will of his Father into your life. You must allow him to have his way with you, staying in perfect oneness with him. The life of your Lord is to become your vital, simple life, and the way he worked and lived among people while here on earth must be the way he works and lives in you. Dreams in the Desert for August 7th. Our scripture comes from Acts chapter 4, verses 31 and 33. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Christmas Evans, a Welsh preacher of the late 18th and early 19th centuries, once wrote the following account in his diary. One Sunday afternoon, I was traveling by horseback to an appointment. Suddenly, as I went along a very lonely road, I was convicted of having a cold heart. I dismounted, tethered my horse to a tree, and found a secluded spot. Then, walking back and forth in agony, I reviewed my life. I waited before God in brokenness and sorrow for three hours. Finally, a sweet sense of his forgiving love broke over me, and I received a fresh filling of his Holy Spirit. As the sun was setting, I walked back to the road, found my horse, 
and wrote on to my appointment. The following day, I preached with so much new power to a vast gathering of people on a hillside that revival broke out and ultimately spread throughout of all Wales. This explains the great question of the born again, the password of the early church. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Acts chapter 19, verse 2. O Spirit-filled life, is it thine? Is it thine? Is your soul wholly filled with the Spirit divine? As a child of the King, has he fallen on thee? Does he reign in your soul so that all men may see? the dear Savior's blessed image reflected in thee. Has he swept through your soul like the waves of the sea? Does the Spirit of God daily rest upon thee? Does he sweeten your life? Does he keep you from care? Does he guide you and bless you and answer you in prayer? Is your joy to be led of the Lord everywhere? Is he near you each hour? Does he stand at your side? Does he clothe you with strength? Has he come to abide? Does he teach you to know that all things may be done through the grace and the power of the crucified one? Does he witness to you of the glorified son? Has he purified you with the fire from above is he first in your thoughts? Does he have all of your love? Is his service your choice and your sacrifice sweet? Is your doing his will both your drink and your meat? Do you run in his calling with glad, eager feet? Has he freed you from self and from all of your greed? Do you hasten to comfort your brother in need? As a soldier of Christ, does your power endure? Is your hope in the Lord everlasting and sure? Are you patient and meek? Are you tender and pure? Oh, the spirit-filled life may be thine, may be thine. Ever in your soul, Sheshekinah, glory may shine. Is it yours to live with? The tempests all stilled. It is yours with God's blessed Holy Spirit to be filled. It is yours, even yours, for your Lord has so willed.